Hi, Connectors. Welcome to another episode of Connected the Podcast. I am so excited about this episode because, y'all, we have gone international. If you've been following me, you already know that I have been in the UAE now for about two weeks. And today, I am connecting with Olivia Muhammad, who is a singer here in the UAE. And I am so grateful for her because she allowed me to make my international debut on the stage with her. So yes, I am just excited, ecstatic, overwhelmed with joy, gratitude, thankfulness because this has been an opportunity I have been praying for since I was a little girl and it's finally happening and you get to connect with the singer who made it all happen so you already know what to do sit back relax do what you do whatever you do while listening to a podcast and let's get connected Thank you so much, Miss Olivia Muhammad, for having me here in your home, in your humble abode, in your space. Thank you so much for just being here on Connected the Podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. For you, Alex, I'll do anything. Oh, thank you. And Connectors, she is an international blues and R&B singer and a teacher here in the UAE. How are you doing today, Miss Olivia? I am fine. Blessed, tired. But running around between teaching and my show and doing shows, um, I'm glad it's the weekend so I can get some rest. You saw you came in, I was doing my puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> That's my relaxation and, you know, just uh, so I'm just glad right now to just be able to get a little rest. Okay. Well, I won't be too long and I'll let you get on with your puzzle and no, take get... your time. Take your time. Okay. Thank you. So Miss Olivia, where are you from? I'm originally, I was born and raised in Augusta, Georgia. Oh, really? I'm a Georgia peach, a Southern girl. Yeah. You know, so that's where I originally came from. Okay. Well, you Augusta, know, Georgia. I'm a Southern girl myself from Louisiana. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> Well, shout out to the peaches. There you go, peaches. How y'all doing? <laughs> Georgia peach. Yeah. So what brought you to the UAE? It was, um, number one, it was, I, I'm a person who tries to adhere to the spirit, to the spirit of God. And I'm the type of person that I have no problems with moving. I moved and uploaded and moved in so many times and it was always because of the spirit mm-hmm. you know when it was time to go you know and what I knew it was time to go yeah. you know and um and I usually adhere to that small voice I mean I've stayed some states for one year moved on you know here to the next year so it's all and situations happen even sometimes when I wasn't ready to leave you know, circumstances and things happened that I had to leave. And as I look back on everything, you know, I knew it was where God, I'm I'm exactly where I, I'm supposed to be in my life right now yeah. with adhering to the God, adhering to what God says 
and making a move. So the only thing I can say is that's what brought me here. Okay. You know, uh, basically trying to be obedient to to God, moving and you know moving and shaking. Um, I I made this joke this friend of mine because he knew I was I was moving a lot, and he's a very spiritual person and you know God loving person and. He said, your motto should be, send me, God, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> he said, when you were in heaven, you know, when someone said, God said, I need somebody to go. He was always, I'll go, I'll go, God, I'll go. <laughs> so he said, I said, that's what they'll put on my tombstone. Send me, God, I'll go. Wow. <laughs> well, I share in that because I love to travel. And I do believe right now I am in the exact place I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. here with you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm I'm really grateful for that. I'm. Um, it, I I always ask God to surround me with 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 positive people, with the right people, mm-hmm. and when you're surrounded by the right people and positive people, you know those are the people who inspire you and help you to move forward and and help fulfill what God's purpose that He has for you. You yes, understand? Because yes. being around negative people and bad things, I mean, it only brings you back. Right. You know. So. I see our relationship as nothing but a positive thing to move forward for me, but especially for you. Yes, and I really appreciate you so much. And going along with what you were saying, I believe that we can only fulfill our purpose, or when we fulfill our purpose, it is our duty to help other people fulfill their purpose. Right. And so, again, I just thank you so much for just opening up your stage, helping me fulfill my dream. It's been a dream since I was a little girl to mm-hmm. be an international singer. So mm-hmm. for that, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate you. No, don't thank me. Thank God. I mean, I'm the instrument in which he uses, but... You know, to God be the glory. Yes. You know, so just I'm just glad I could be here. But you're you're truly talented because I'm telling you, I mean, if I didn't think that you were talented, if I didn't think you had a gift, I'm your your cousin sent me, you know, the the audio of you singing and I kept listening to it. I kept listening to it. I kept listening to it. And if I didn't hear something there, mm-hmm. you know, I would have politely just said to her, well, she's okay, but not for my show. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm being honest. I would have just said, I mean, because I've had someone say, you know, singing, let me sing in your show. And it's like, all right, I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never got back to her, but <laughs> I'll get back to you. Aww. You know, so just know. You know, the fact that, you know, you, I did say, yes, I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know. And after that first show of us together, oh, I definitely oh, know I want you to. Yay. Definitely know I want you to, so. Oh, thank you again. I know. Thank you, God, but also yes. thank you, too. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Miss Olivia, you are a phenomenal singer. How long have you been singing? Oh, ever since... I'm, I mean, I grew up in the Southern, you know, Baptist Church, you know, Augusta, Georgia, the white church, you know, and, um, you know, my grandmother, we call her grandmama, my grandmother always, you know, kept us in church, mm-hmm. and we were active parts of the church, you know, and we sang in the choir all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and so my whole entire upbringing, as far as singing, was always in the church, mm-hmm. always in the church. And as I got older, my voice developed and developed. I mean, I really couldn't have been 
could not have been a child star because God developed my voice. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't. It, I could carry a tune when I was a little kid and was always singing in church, but it didn't have this thing that it has now. This is a, a this was a progression. Mm-hmm. You know, my voice, even my mother said, you know, your voice is getting better and better the older you get. And, you know, <laughs> and so it was a, a progression, you know, and with me singing internationally now, you know, um, at my age, I, I didn't have this kind of power like when I was 21. Mm-hmm. You know, it was nice, but it wasn't like this. I mean, I think you sometimes you got to go through some things because I sing from experience Mm -hmm. so gotta go through some things before you can really sing before you can really put it in there yeah so you know god had to develop me and let me go through some things so that i can sing heartfelt truthfully Mm -hmm. you know spiritually yeah yeah so okay um you said we sang in in church do you have siblings who also sing cousins cousins i have one brother you know, he never sang to church. My brother yeah. slept in church and got in trouble <laughs> and got whoopings. Hi, Canal. Uh-huh. But any- <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> no, I just have one brother. Um, no, my grandmother, actually, we we grew up with, we grew up with the whole rack of us uh, in one home, one bath. My mother, all her sisters, my grandmother, my grandfather died. I never knew him, mm-hmm. you know, when I was young. But all of us lived in one house. But my grandmother was the matriarch of the family, the strong, the epitome of a strong black woman, a God-fearing, a God-loving uh, grandmother. I miss her so much. She passed years and years ago. Mm-hmm. But she was the stronghold that kept the family, everybody in church. You mm-hmm. know, all my family members that are alive, you know, now they're, they're, they're church going, mm-hmm. you know, God-loving, you know, people. And it, and it all started with my grandmother, who kept us all in church all the time. And we belonged to the choir, and we were in Easter plays and the Christmas plays and, and all of those wonderful things. So I just, you know, I continued, you know, always going to church as I got older to get on my own, mm-hmm. you know, to make the decision on my own whether or not. It was embedded in me by that time. And I thank my thank God, I thank my grandmother for putting that and giving me Jesus, yes. you know, that 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 thing so you know it was it was my cousins you know and all of us who grew up together you know until my mother got married and we 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 left the home but you know it was it was my cousins it was us that's why I said we okay um you just reminded me and I got kind of tearful because my grandma was the same I miss her so much but I grew up Catholic and Baptist so I she would take me to the Catholic church in the mornings and right after the Catholic church, she would pick me up and then we go to the Baptist church and then in the Baptist church, that's when I used to sing in the choir Mm -hmm. and all of my cousins right there in the chair being choir. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That it was an experience and I'm glad that she brought that to me because I believe in the church is where you learn your gifts Mm -hmm. and I remember just singing in the choir every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I I agree with you on that. My grandma, grandma's out there. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in years to come, I'm, I'm I'm praying to develop into my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, did you study music? 
Or was this- when I was in college, I well actually I started out. I went to college, um, and I was a theater major because really? I have a degree in theater. Yes. Wow. I mean, so um, and my goal was when I first started was. I was going to go out and be an actress. That's what I was going to do. Actor, singer, dancer. So I was a theater major taking acting class, dancing class, theater classes, and all those things. And then I went on, because I started out in a two-year college, and I went on to a four-year college. I went to Adelphi University in Long Island, New York. So I was going to be stationed in New York. And yeah. I mean, I used to live, eat, and breathe theater. All I did was dance and had this perfect body. We ain't going to talk about that now, folks, y'all. <laughs> Don't even don't even talk about it. <laughs> it's perfect sculptured body who that danced and danced and sing and act and and I don't know. I, I still sit back and wonder. I don't know. But at I was I had such a passion for it and I'm not for sure what happened, but in my last year of college I lost the passion for it. I I I became dismayed with everything. I mean, I didn't like college. I felt lost. I my passion for theater went. I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I when I look back on it and and my life now with the experience that I have with going to um, all the things that I I I went through and having my children and. And uh, all the kids I've touched as a teacher, you know, that only thing I can say is this was the path that I was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. My thing was I was going to do the whole Hollywood thing. Mm -hmm. And as I look back on it, I don't know if I would have survived the whole Hollywood, you know, getting deep involved in something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, as I read about and look at Hollywood actresses and actors who... You know, they're all on drugs and they're all this. And, you know, Hollywood ain't all what it craps, you know, what it seems to be. Right. You know, that if in fact God didn't spare me from that, mm. you know. So I had lost it. And then slowly after a while, it started coming back, mm-hmm. you know, because I have it back now. But, you know, now as an older woman, you know, as a middle aged woman, I would say, I have it back now. But, God is not only just giving it back to me because I I I, I kept singing I kept singing, and I used to uh, do plays and and I was the 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 theater teacher in my high school okay you know and put on big productions I constantly used the gift that I had from college from mm-hmm. the university consistently you know used those gifts but I used it on other kids and I'm responsible right now. I got some of my kids that are in Hollywood that I've actually seen on television that I've taught, you know, and two of them in particular are my dance students. Uh, they call her D wood, Chanel and D wood. Yes. They both, I got, do you know them? Yes. Yes. They were, they were dance students of mine. Wow. They know me. They know me. Wow. D shout out. D wood, Chanel. Yes. And I'm looking at Chanel, she had this ring and this thing. And, and as a matter of fact, I think on one of their, I, I don't know if it's Chanel or, or D. Wood, they were, it was a pageant that I gave, that mm-hmm. I put on with the young girls at this, um, this uh, place 
the Springfield Girls Club that we were working, we were working because they're both from Springfield, lived in lived in Springfield. I think they were born in Atlanta. I'm, I'm not for sure, but um, you know, one of them have on their Facebook page uh, the picture of them when they were young with the pageant that I put them in. Aww. You know, but they know me. Yes. You would ask them, do they know Olivia? You know, so. These were just, you know, they danced with me, you know, I taught them and later on they they were teaching my class, you mm -hmm. know, because they were good. They were good, you know, they were, I mean, and I saw it, but just a lot of my students. So, you know, for me now to have gone and touched lives with students, I'd rather, it might have been nice to be a big Hollywood star or something like that, but the lives I've touched, the kids I've touched in my almost 20 years of teaching and doing theater, mm -hmm. you know, I can say I wouldn't trade it for the world. And now that I have my kids, like my kids are older now, mm -hmm. you know, and my, you know, my baby, she's, you know, in college now. So now it's me. Now I'm free. I, I did it now. Uh -huh. it's like, now God is, you know, saying, go ahead, you can sing. Cause you know, I have show coming up and People are liking me. It's like now the doors open up, and I'm more mature now to handle mm -hmm. uh, if anything blow up to weights, as my son say. I'm more mature now to handle it. I don't think I could have handled Hollywood, Hollywood when I was young. I had the talent, yeah, you know, but I don't know if I could have handled it. So I, I thank God. So maybe I'm talking a lot. No, this is this is for you. This is your space to talk about you. That's that's what connected the podcast is. It's all about you connecting to your fans, connecting to connectors out there. So okay. yes, talk. Talk, talk, talk. But I'm wondering about your students now. Do you find yourself bringing in your talents like music, singing, dancing into the classroom now? Right. I used to, well, like I said, when I was in the States, mm -hmm. I was the the drama teacher, mm -hmm. you know, the you know, the head of the drama department. So did some incredible plays. Some people said, you know, my plays were nothing short of Broadway, you know, wow. really, really. And, and brought out the best of some real talented kids, mm -hmm. you know, and they were, you know, they, and I always worked in the inner city schools. So I predominantly, well, I did basically black kids, mm -hmm. you know, which that I worked with, you know, so coming over here. Um, so I was always able to do my talents because a lot of times I would put myself in the shows. <laughs> also, you know, I would always find loose, you know, I would direct, I would always direct and some of the shows I wrote, you know, wow. and, but I would direct most of the shows, but you know, like one time we did a production, um, at Friendly High School and, uh, for, and Forestville High School of The Wiz. And I put oh. myself in there as an M. I had that little oh. part and I sang that song, you know. Uh, don't lose the feeling we once uh -huh. had, and you know. So I had that little small part. Then at the end, when Dorothy came back, you know, Dorothy, I had that. <laughs> but it was all about my kids. So I would always just throw myself in there a mm -hmm. little. But my whole thing was directing and bringing talents out. My kids loved me, loved me, loved me, loved me. You know, because we were just acting crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I taught English, but my drama classes was what you know the thing was yeah. you know and the boys used to join the drama class because so many girls were in drama class but then they end up loving acting mm -hmm. you know they would love acting they would they they I would end up putting them in shows and 
you know, they would end up loving it. And so I had the, the boys, the followers. And then I used to also sing, you know, once my principals would discover that I could sing, then I used to have to sing in an assembly and yeah. sing and the kids would go crazy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But here, here in the UAE, the only way I'm utilizing that theater thing is my teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm an animated teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, I act out. Because they're Emirati kids, you know, and I teach English. Their English is not that well. So I get a chance to act out, you know, the words and the story. Mm-hmm. And they love it. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine because just watching you during your shows, you're moving and you're talking to the audience. You're creating a picture for the audience to, like, actually see what you're singing. So not just in the classroom. You are doing your thing yeah. on your stage. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. So after college, mm-hmm. you didn't do, you didn't go into theater. What was your first job after college? After college, I went. <laughs> You're in my house. <laughs> after college, I was so lost. This is what I did. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you for serving. Thank you for serving our country. Connectors. Right, yeah, straight. I don't know why. Um, I I told you I went through that period of being lost Mm -hmm. you know losing that passion for theater and I don't know why and then I didn't know where to go what to do losing my passion for school even it's like okay if I just graduate that's I don't know what I was going through what happened I couldn't tell you I was just disillusioned by everything you know it was like this college isn't nothing, you know, this isn't nothing, this isn't meaningful, this is fulfilling, it just went through a period of nothing was fulfilling me, nothing was making me happy, so then I went on a search, I went on a search to find myself, mm-hmm. you can call it, you know, and um, uh, recruiters were always, military recruiters were always coming on campus, making mm-hmm. presentations and stuff like that, and I think, uh, they came on the campus to make a presentation. I went to the presentation, and the one of the recruiters who was really, really cute, um, <laughs> not only recruited me, but became my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> and then he put me in the military. And off to the military, I, I, I went. Off to the military, I went. You know, so it's been a couple of years in the military. You know, it was fun. I, you know, I had a great time in the military. Then I got disillusioned with the military. <laughs> I just went on a journey and search, you know, do this, do that, do this. But the, the, the fact of the matter is that I can say I have done so many things mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. you know, things that some people who my age, and don't you dare ask me how old I, I am, but <laughs> I, I promise I won't. <laughs> some people my age would probably never experience, would probably never do some of the things I've done and the places I've been and, you know, those kind of things. I mean, I did a little bit of everything, everything. Like what? You know, just, you know, once I, you know, got left and, uh, left and got out of college, I left and I started working for the mayor of uh, Culture Affairs in Springfield, Massachusetts. I started, you know, working there with him. And then I got out of, after I got out of that, I started working for the girls club. After I got out of that, 
I, at, well, in the military, I traveled everywhere, mm -hmm. even Berlin. I mean, I had the experience of being there uh, when the Berlin Wall was still up. Wow. You know, I cried when it came down. I, I watched it on TV and mm -hmm. cried when it came down. And that was just me traveling overseas. That Because this is not my first overseas stint. Oh, you know? where else have you yeah, been? Yeah, I've been to Germany. I've been to Paris. Um, I was in Stuttgart. Um, I did Texas. I did Jacksonville. Oh, man. I already said Texas. I'm trying to, you know, uh, Alzheimer's is Oh, no. In. We're not claiming that. <laughs> We're not claiming that. <laughs> I used to be able to just rattle them off. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking. But I was there um, three and a half, almost four years. And in those four years, each year, well, not only like six, seven months at a time, they were sending me different places. Wow. You know, Japan, stuff like that. So I've just uh, had already did some overseas traveling, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. But just experiencing so much and meeting so many different types and kinds of people, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, it was, uh, it was, it's in the people I've met in my life, you know, you know, writers, you know, I remember, uh, Ozzy and Ruzi, Ruby Davis, you know, going to their house and meeting what? them, you know, we, you? Yeah, no, this was when I was in college and, you know, I was very active in college. And they came to our college, to Adelphi University. And, you know, I'm on the committee, you know, that um, we, that helped bring them here. Mm -hmm. So we were on the welcoming committee going to their house, you know, wow. there. And sat with them and talked with them. And they, they were, and then they came to the college and made a speech, mm -hmm. you know. And sitting, you know, with them and the wisdom and everything they had. And yeah. sitting for a long time, one time with Shirley Chisholm. And I don't know if you know her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she came to Adelphi University. Oh, we had so many people come to Adelphi during that time. Dick Gregory was our, and I had his personal phone number and used to call him. Wow. I used to call Dick Gregory. Uh -huh. He probably don't know who I am. <laughs> probably just one of those students that used to call me in Adelphi. Uh -huh. You know. But um, Shirley Chisholm, she came to our school, and she was so radical, and she talked, and she had her hand going, and she was bup, 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 rah, rah. <laughs> And uh, afterwards, I came over and said, Miss Chisholm, and I remember, my name is Olivia, and I sit, and she sat and talked to me, and we talked for the longest amount of time, and she said she thought I was gifted. Wow. She said, I see something in you, young lady. I see something in you. And Dick Gregory came, and when Dick Gregory came, we got his phone number afterwards. He gave me his phone number, and I called him because he was he became a what's that word? Is it carnivore or omnivore? Which one where you don't eat meat? You're just omnivore. told a yeah. omnivorous. Yeah. So what's that word? <laughs> An herbivore or wait? Well, he didn't eat meat, people. <laughs> Not a carnivore. <laughs> carnivore is it's, what? They eat meat. You eat meat? Yes. Okay, well, somebody else say, the word is, all right, y'all y'all uh, write in and Vegetarian? Tell us. Yeah, he's a, it wasn't so much veg vegetarian because I don't even know, um, there were just certain things that he ate, mm -hmm. you know, but I know meat was not included. Mm -hmm. But he would, he gave us his phone number and I would call him and he would tell me what to eat for breakfast and how you eat this for lunch and mm -hmm. how you eat this for dinner and 
those kind of things. And I'm trying to rattle off some of the stars I had I had met. Now, and my biggest one, which is so funny, I tell people this story all the time. And I'm sure, Eddie Murphy, you don't remember me. You Whoa! never will. I no tell way. everybody, my kids know this. He went to Nassau Community College, which was adjacent to Adelphi University. Okay. So he used to come on our, our campus sometime and do... Um, we the Rat Scaler, you know, we have the universities have you know you have your little entertainment. Okay, place, yes, you know, yes, sometimes yes. he would do his little act. But anyway, um, I had a friend of mine who made friends with him, and he said to me, "I have a friend that's getting ready to leave college. He had only been there maybe a semester or two, mm -hmm. and so I just went with him, and I, you know, he was Eddie during that time, and nobody, you know, that that sort of thing." And we came to his room, you know, over there, you know, we came, we met him and we sat there and talked to him and it was like, stay in school. You know, he was like, I'm too good. You know, I'm good. And bumped this whole college thing. He was focused. He knew what he wanted. He knew, he knew exactly who he was. Yeah. You know, he wasn't like me, you know, like, where am I? Who am I? <laughs> you know, this man knew who he was, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, you know, so he was leaving. But we were like, Eddie, man, what you want to leave for? Yeah. You know, you need to stay, get that degree, because without a degree, you ain't got... And we all got degrees. <laughs> <laughs> all of us have the degrees now. We don't have no Eddie money no. or fame. And we tried to talk that guy out of it. And uh, he left anyway. And six months later, we saw him on Saturday Night Live. Then that was the start of his career, you yeah, know. That wow. made him big, Saturday Night Live. Wow. Yep. And so these are just, I'm just dropping names of stars that That's I met. Right. Shout outs. That's you all know, right. You know, and uh, that we hung out with for a little while. Saw Denzel Washington on a soldier's play mm -hmm. when he was all about 19, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, his first play with a uh, soldier's play. I mean, I used to be such a theater buff, you know, and and uh, radical, you know, I was radical. I was, you know, for black power and all of that other kind of stuff. So, you know, and there's a few more, but, you know, I'm not going to keep rattling on, okay. you know, on and on. Yes. Um, so... I don't want to dwell too much on the theater part. But, but you can. Okay. Um, do you think that you would ever start a theater program here in the UAE? I see. I need to retire from teaching first. Okay. <laughs> it, it might get the that's never That's never um, out of my mind. It's mm -hmm. never out of my mind to have a theater for mm -hmm. young kids and stuff like that. And plus I can write. I really, really can. I, um, you know, I could sit, I took a creative writing class just a couple of years ago and that was to renew my license, my mm -hmm. teaching license. And in the creative writing class, we had to write a lot of stories, different types of stories, mm -hmm. you know, uh, dramas, comedies, you know, uh, fables and stuff like that. And my, the, it was an online class but the guy was just, uh, the professor was totally impressed by the stories that I wrote. My daughter, she would read them too, you know, and she'd be, wow, you know. So I, I can write, but I'm focusing on right now whether or not, when am I going to stop teaching 
and start focusing now because I think it's my time now for you know my gift to really be out there it can be theater it can be um, singing you know whatever but either way I'm prayerful about it but I know that it can't be accomplished with me teaching mm. so right now teaching is paying the bills yeah <laughs> that's alright <laughs> So I got to get to a point, Lord, <laughs> where that other thing can pay the bills, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was just wondering because you are here in the UAE, you're the first blues and R&B singer here, right? Or did I just make that up? No, no. Uh, um, I think the blues has not, a blues show has not been uh, here and I didn't even really start that. I I mean I really didn't I really didn't start that. Um, I used to just you know Dorian yes. you met Dorian you know when I came here shout out yeah hey Dorian uh, <laughs> I when I came here you I I wanted to sing I met a girl one day on the elevator and I know it's it's you know it was God it wasn't by accident mm -hmm. who did a jazz show her name was Pat. And her and her husband, Kevin, did a jazz show. I met them in my Mouage building one day, and I just said to her, I heard you did a jazz show. I can sing. She said, yeah, come on out, you know. And that was the start of me singing here in the UAE. And we were, we were once a month up on top of Jabel, Jabel Afid oh, Mountain. Oh, nice. Yeah, and we would do a jazz show. And I became everybody's favorite because she would do a jazz show and she would feature different artists, all of us. It was just a night of listening to all of us sing. Mm -hmm. And I became everybody's favorite. People started coming up there and saying, we come to see, we want to see Olivia. Is Olivia going to be one of the ones singing tonight? Aww. You know, so that became the start. And, and then Dorian was always giving shows. Mm -hmm. So, and he would give the opportunity, which you need to jump on that also. He gives Soul to Soul and I think Rooftop Ride. And if you belong to his page, you will see, and he have the sign up. Mm -hmm. Like, you want to sing? Sign up to sing. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's really first come so many people jump on that and want to sing. Mm -hmm. So I would sign up sometimes. So that's when Dorian heard me. Okay. And when Dorian started, you know, because Dorian is an event planner, mm -hmm. you know, slash manager. And so when he started wanting to um, create his own events... Mm -hmm. um, so that uh, he can, you know, branch out there with different things. He came up with the idea of a blues. He sold the idea to the Saudi Beach Club of a blues show, yeah. you know. And they said, okay, if you can find somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. And having here, and he's heard a lot, you know, a lot of female singers, but he just said, he called me and said, I got something for you. Wow. And then that was almost two years ago, and we never dreamed that we would have this long of a stint. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was a trial and error thing. It was by trial, you know, like, you know, is this going to work? We yeah. don't know. We'll give Dorian a shot. He's got a girl. Mm -hmm. So and Dorian put the band and put us together. Wow. And, and uh, it just, they loved it. And it just never stopped. Yeah, y'all are killing. <laughs> I mean, I know I was part of it, but 
when I sat down, I was able to just enjoy the show. The band, you, y'all, y'all were doing the thing. Well, you, well, you getting ready to do the thing oh. on the twenty seventh. You gonna be the one. You gonna show out. Y'all better come now, cause she's showing. I'm giving her an opportunity to show out too. Please come. <laughs> they were there. These tickets are sold out. Wow. Tell her how many did I just count for you? Wow. I think you got what five more. That's it. That's it. We wow. sold out. Wow. We sold out. Five tickets left. Wow. So she now she's gonna do a thing for everybody. Okay, okay. Enough about me. It's still about you. Okay. So what was your first experience as Olivia Muhammad, the international singer? Define that. <laughs> like this is this is your moment of yeah, I am a singer. I am an international singer. I I never knew it would, it would be like this. I always wanted to. I wanted to be because when I was in the states, I was singing here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was uh, people who knew me when they would have events. They would call me and say, "We're having a banquet. Can you come sing for our banquet?" You know, that kind of stuff. We're having a church event. Can you come to do this? I'm getting married. You know, I do weddings. I'm getting married. You know, can you come sing for my wedding? So I was doing stuff like that. Then I was continuously practicing because, you know, karaoke caught on. So every club in a mama had karaoke. Right. And, you know, we used to have one in Augusta, Georgia that it would be for money. I won, you know, before, you know. And, uh, you know, so I was just always practicing. And I knew I had a great effect on people then. Mm-hmm. And I used to pray about it and say, you know, God, I'm just going to put this in your hands. You know, I want to sing. Yeah. And so the opportunity to do this was, it wasn't anything I did. Like I told you, Dorian called me mm-hmm. out of the clear blue sky. And, you know, when God works, it's it comes to you. Yes. You don't have to go searching for it. Everything just kind of fall into place. Right. So that's all that's all it was. I wish I could say, I've been out here, I've been singing for fifty years in here <laughs> and I finally got a break. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I was not. I was here teaching, singing here and there. Mm-hmm. Praying to to get something, but singing here and there. And you know, it was Dorian that came to me. Hmm. You know, and uh asked about the show. So but I never knew that um, I could actually get people to pay to come see me. <laughs> this wow. is the first time in my entire life, mm-hmm. in my entire life, that it's like, you know, when my husband and I and my friends, we were first talking about this, you know, I was like, people ain't going to come pay. But they were buying the tickets and excited about it too. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is a brand new thing for me. So I'm like, I can get paid for this. <laughs> People can pay to come see me. I need to quit teaching. <laughs> I love it. Trying to make some money. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, doing this. I heard Steve Harvey say one day, you know, it's, you know, it's your gift. It's mm-hmm. your gift that's going to pave the way. Because mm-hmm. he was saying, it's my gift. The money that I have, the fame that I have is because of my gift. And he related mm-hmm. to a biblical you know, where it says in the Bible, your gift, you know, yes. will will pay the not those exact words so people don't be saying, you know, you you can write me and tell me what exactly it says, but you know, he just showed, you know, a passage to the Bible where it says that it's your gift that'll pave the way. So yes. he says, I am. And if and, and 
everybody's gift could make a living for them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't make, I don't know if it make a fortune for them, but your gift can pave the way for you. Yes. You know? Yes. So. I, I totally agree with you. Just a couple of episodes, I was talking to this photographer and um, she lives in New York and I told her what my pastor told me, your gift will make room for you. That's right. It will. And since I've been living, music has always been a part of my life and mm-hmm. has always made room for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, wow. that's, that's all it is. So I'm hoping and praying eventually because, I mean, I'm 18 years now in the classroom touching kids' lives. So... I'm hoping God can say, well done on that one. Okay, yeah. so now let's go to this one. I got you did your teaching thing that I wanted you to do with the kids. Okay, now let's do it. Like, now let it be for you now. Yeah. Now, so, because I, I'm a gifted teacher also. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I always say that, you know, I stood in, you know, when God was handing out gifts, I was jumping from line <laughs> to line. <laughs> I don't just have one gift, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm singing, dancing, acting, and I can write, and, you know, I can teach, and all of this other kind of stuff. So I kind of, some people stayed in one line and got one gift, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was jumping in one line and another <laughs> line, and I was jumping the lines. <laughs> My daughter keeps saying, Mama, you just need to sit down and write, you uh-uh. know. You can be selling books. Mm-hmm. She says, if you write your autobiography, you know, that would probably be your first bestseller. Yeah. So, do, do you see that coming anytime soon? I'm going to write. I'm going to write. I'm going to write. Like I said, I've got to get this teaching thing out of the way. And it's starting to get inside me that I'm getting tired, mm-hmm. you know, with the teaching. Um. So, I don't know, has it ran its course yet, but when God says it's over, it'll be over. Right. You know, it, it'll, 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 be, it'll be time for me. I'll know when it's time for me to give my resignation and say, I got to hang this up. Yeah. And then start getting focused on, you know, other things. Mm-hmm. I'll know. Yeah. I've always, I've always known mm-hmm. when it's time to move. Yeah. So... Miss Olivia, I love your energy. Just <laughs> now, just vibing with you and yeah. hearing you. Do you ever get nervous? Like all the time. What? Are you what? kidding me? Are you serious? Yeah, are you serious? I'm terrified. You know, but but the funny thing is, and you know, I anyone can tell you. Uh, well, no, not anyone can tell you. The girl who helps me with my. Uh, get dressed all the time. Shout out to Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. She's my, <laughs> she's my costume and wardrobe girl. You know, and remember when I went into my little Yes, room. y'all. Connectors, this lady, she has like, what, three wardrobe changes? That's how serious the show is. I'm just saying. Okay, continue. <laughs> I'd be so nervous. I also, like I said... I remember I told you, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going into this little room. I showed you where it was. Yeah. I'm going into this room. And I do it every show. I get rid of everybody. You know, I say my prayers. Then I have me a little bottle of wine there. <laughs> yes, I said it. And I sit there and drink no my judgment. wine after my prayers. <laughs> after my prayers. <laughs> drink me and 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 I'm calm. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and I'm ready to go. 
Everybody, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified right now about this show. I'm so nervous. Oh no, don't be I'm nervous. So nervous. But here's the thing: Showtime, it go, it, it, it just, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It leaves. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it goes, <laughs> but it no longer exists. The moment he calls my name and I step out on that stage, that nervousness, that this. Whatever, whatever it was that was there before, mm-hmm. and no, it's not the alcohol, people, <laughs> not the glass of wine. You know, that's that's any time I've been performing, mm-hmm. you know, with or without the wine. But the moment I step on stage, mm-hmm. it's it's I'm a total different person. Mm-hmm. You know, the spirit of another mm-hmm. becomes there, and all nervousness and everything is gone. Mm-hmm. You know. So what's like your process, like the day of the show or two days before the show? How do you prepare for your show? I'm preparing every day mentally. Mm -hmm. Mentally, I'm preparing myself. I constantly think about what am I going to say on stage and what am I going to do and uh, what should I say? uh, or, Or I look for inspirations out here. Like, you know, or I can hear some something someone say, you know, it might be something funny mm-hmm. or do something funny. I said, I'm going to say that in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm preparing all the time, mm-hmm. you know, putting puzzles and putting the pieces together, mm-hmm. you know. Otherwise that, you know, aside from rehearsal, putting together the sets, you know, going shopping, buying my clothes, you know, going to the hairdressers, getting my hair done, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. For the first time, I've hired, you know, shout outs to Kimberly Carey. Uh, You know, uh, I've uh, uh, hired, yes, you're hired, uh, Kim. I forgot the name of Kim's makeup company, but all you in UAE know Kimberly. They're extremely beautiful. So she's going to be doing my makeup for this show. I I usually always do my own. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I do my own makeup and do my own show, but I have a professional that I have paid good money. Yeah. That's gonna be there. That's how big this is for me. Nice. You know. So, you know, wow. those are those are just some of the preparations. You know, the girls at the the beauty shop always know they expect me because they know when showtime is <laughs> because they know once a month I do a show. Mm-hmm. So um I did this show. For April, and I said I'll see you guys at the end of the month. It was like, no, it's not till next month. I said, no, I have two shows this oh. month, you know. So I'll be back mm-hmm. <laughs> early. So hmm. that's it. That's no. It, it, uh, there's no like, you know. I prepare like, you know, hum. It's not. It's not anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just gather everything, all pieces from everywhere. You know, and say, I'm going to do this in the show. I'm going to do this. And she said that. Look at the way she's standing. I'm going to stand like that. Uh-huh. I'm just stealing people's stuff. <laughs> and then and then I, I, I steal it all and make it me. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Huh. So. I'm, I asked you that not only so they can know, connectors can know what you do, but... I'm taking notes, mental notes. So if okay. I if I steal some inspiration from you, steal it, <laughs> steal it, <laughs> steal Thank it. You. Thank you. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> steal it, but make it yours. I will make it yours. That's mm-hmm. all you got to do. Okay. I mean, there's nothing new. Believe me, there is nothing new 
under the sun. I hear comedians, and I love comedy. I love because I love to laugh. I hear 50 different comedians and uh, all the same joke, mm -hmm. but they all tell it different. It's still the same joke, mm -hmm. you know, but they all tell it different ways. They make it theirs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all. Everybody steals everybody's stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the 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 the, the, the Kevin Hart uh, is the the Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, the Eddie Murphy was the Richard Pryor. Mm -hmm. The Richard Pryor was the Red Fox. Right. You know what I'm saying? I could just go on and on. You know, and everything started with Dolomite. Too young for that, but. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't worry about it. One day I'm gonna show you that. Okay. Show you where it all came from. Or right. Paul Mooney. I'm, and I'm those always kind of up for a good laugh. So. You know. You know. I'm just saying how every if it wasn't for this person, there would be no this person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even the greatest of artists and actresses and everybody else studied other actors. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this is your preparation. This is what I'm telling you to study other people, not just me. You know, go look at, you know, go look at some, you know, I used to always watch Patti LaBelle in concert, yes. mm -hmm. you know, and everybody used to see some of my Patti stuff I used to do, or I try to do a Patti note, mm -hmm. you know, I still I stuff in Patti, I still stuff in Whitney Houston, yeah. you know, because I listen, I watch artists and I study them, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I steal their stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I right. make it mine. And I make it mine. And, mm -hmm. you know, all of it. All those pieces. Mm -hmm. And then Olivia. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's it. So, what do you think the difference is between, or is there a difference between performing in the States and performing in the UAE? Have you noticed a difference? Well... You're much more appreciated over here. Mm. You know, the the music is much more appreciated over here because you don't really have it. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, you take grits for granted. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but when we first came here in 2011, there was no grits. No one oh. was selling grits. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then Lulu's finally, you know, Lulu's, oh, yes. Lulu's finally got some grits. Uh -huh. And so everybody appreciates it. Mm -hmm. I feel much more appreciated over here than I did in the States, mm -hmm. you know. So that's sort of the difference. I mean, you know, a lot of famous people have moved overseas. You know, for that exact same reason, and became stars. You know, go yes. ahead, go ahead. I was just thinking of um, Nina Simone when she—I think it was Paris—that when she left the states, she went to Paris, and Josephine Baker also. They loved her. You got to see the Josephine Baker story. They loved, 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 loved her in Paris. She was the toast of Paris. Mm -hmm. You know, even Latoya Jackson was the toast to Paris and I don't think Latoya can sing a note. Oh no. But she was the toast. I keep saying I need to go to Paris. <laughs> Let's go. I know Paris Let's would go. I'll become a millionaire in Paris. Let's go, Miss Olivia. They, they have a they have such an, an appreciation for the art, for black art, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. And yes, I the you said the Nina Nina Simone, um 
her autobiography is on Netflix. Yes. You, have you watched yes. this? What, it's called is, Where You At or Where You Been? Something like that. What Me, it means to miss What miss happened? Some, something like that. that but yeah. yes, I, I watched <laughs> I watched it. that thing about three, four times. Yes. You know. And, uh, and, and it's not just her. It was so many um, that I think didn't feel appreciated in the States, mm-hmm. you know, and they went to Paris and, and other countries, not just Paris, but Paris is just, you know, you're the toast to Paris. Yes. I, I feel like, no, I can go to Paris and be the toast to Paris. Walk down the street like Josephine Baker with, with baby tigers and everybody love it. I think you should do it. And get me a mansion with all the money I'm making in Paris, uh-huh. you know, that kind of stuff. So, yes. I feel more appreciated. And I actually really am not that crazy about going back to the States and singing. Really? I really do feel like if I'm going to pursue the singing, mm-hmm. I'd want to go to another country. Well. Not back to the States. Maybe Paris. Hmm. Well, this is a perfect segue because in every episode, I have this plane, the connected plane, and we can go anywhere in the whole wide world. Okay. Somebody went to space before. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so if space is where you want to go, fine. And when we go to this place, you can bring people, a person, however many people you want, or the person is already there where we're going, and this person has inspired your music or inspired your art. So it's a kind of a twofold question. One, where are we going? And two, who are the people or person we are going to meet? Wow. I know. <laughs> Don't feel bad. This is Where are we going, me and you? Yes. We're going on the connected plane. I have this plane and we can go anywhere in the whole wide world. Oh my gosh. Where would we go? Yes. Where can we make it the biggest? <laughs> People, it's like all the silence. <laughs> I've never thought about it. I know. You've oh, traveled wow. so many places already. I know. And if there's any place where you can go right now, where would you go? I was greatly... Actually, when I was in Germany, I had a band in Germany. And I was greatly appreciated in Germany as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, just from the places I've been, um, <clears throat> I've never sung in Paris. Cause probably if I sung in Paris, I may say Paris. But right now, at this point, I can say we'd go to Germany. Okay. I've always wanted to go to Germany. We'd so. go to Germany. Okay. And try to get ourselves, um, um, you know, a hookup. All right. A show. We'd have to put together a show that we we would have we can we can present all over the place mm-hmm. you know i'm down for it let's you know. go we need to go paris though first <laughs> all right. street Look. Like street. i keep saying this leopard thing walk down the street with two leopards uh, that's all right look <laughs> i got a plane we can go anywhere nothing but gas and opportunity right so let's go paris and germany let's go so all i can say right now when mm-hmm. with all the places that i visited um you know um i would say paris i mean not paris i would say germany Okay. And who is the person or people who we are meeting? Oh, there? oh, everybody. Everybody. All you, live or dead. 
any anybody who has inspired your art. Oh, okay. So Patty will be there. Okay. Patty Labelle will definitely be there. Uh, Stephanie Mills would be there. Yay! Okay. I used to I used to be a, such a Stephanie Mills fan. I saw her um, <clears throat> for the first time when she was about fifteen, and she did The Wiz on mm-hmm. Broadway. My father brought me a ticket, um, wow. and uh, he actually he bought me three tickets, and I took two of my girlfriends, mm-hmm. and we all went to go see. The Wiz on Broadway. Wow. I was, I had never heard a voice like that in my life. I never, it, it just amazed me that a young girl could sing like, you know, I'm young, young myself. You know, I think, you know, we were probably close to around the same age. I don't know. I don't know who's older, she or I, but I mean, um, I just remember my, my father taking us and, you know, dropping us off, you know, in the theater and rode around until it was off, you know, and uh, came pick us up. But I wanted, I knew I wanted to be a singer then, hearing her, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just mesmerized by her voice, just, you know, and still am, still am, still, yeah. she still has it. Yes. But that type of voice I had never heard before, mm-hmm. you know. So I take her, I take Nina Simone, I take Patty, I take Whitney, I take Michael Jackson, you know, because um, he's so creative. Yeah. He's so creative, you know. Um, um, do I have a certain how many how many how many people do I need to take? I don't even tell you again. I got a big old plate. <laughs> Anybody? Those people. I, I'm trying to really think of some of the people who um, inspired me. I would um, Anita can come. Anita Baker can come. Yay! Because I love her. Yes. So um, uh, definitely Tina Turner. Yes. Can come. Yes. You know, just for who she is. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, you may not know this woman, but I have a deep, I can do low notes. Her name is Mabel King. And mm. I don't know, I know you, you don't know her. She, she's passed now. Um, if you ever, there was an old show back in the 70s called That's My Mama. Okay. And uh, heavy set black woman. But she, she was the original one on Broadway who played the Wicked Witch in The Wiz. Okay. And uh, she had a deep, deep voice, mm-hmm. and so I used to listen to the, to the Wiz, um, the 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 soundtrack mm-hmm. of the Wiz, and that was one of the uh, her voice I used to imitate all the time, and so that's how I learned to um, do low notes, mm-hmm. you know, and go, you know, <laughs> and people love it when I sing low, yeah, you know, and uh, can't help it now. People think I'm a man. Do you know half the time people call me sir on the uh, phone? Uh, <laughs> yes, no. they do. Call me sir on the phone. So my voice sounds so deep. But <laughs> but um, Mabel King. I'm going to stop right there. I, and, 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 and I'll take, I take Paul Mooney with me, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just for some laughs. Just for some laughs. 
you know. Yeah. I take them. And if Dorothy Dandridge was alive, I'd take oh. her with me. I'm yeah. reading her autobiography right now. Oh. I'm so into it. Wow. You know. So they'll they'll do for now. Yeah, well I'm excited about this trip. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, we can go. We yeah. can all go to Germany. All right. Put on a big show. Yeah. A big review. A big review. Wow. That would be so amazing. Me and amazing. Tina do proud Mary together. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can do saving all. No, you can do something with Nita. <laughs> Wait, no. Okay. Everybody knows I am Whitney Houston's biggest fan, but. So why you didn't choose a Whitney Houston look, song when I, I said, what do you want to sing I, in I the let show? Whitney, I let Whitney do Whitney. I appreciate Whitney for who she is and I just let that be where it be. <laughs> I did Saving All My Love. I did Saving All My Love in one of my shows at mm-hmm. the Sadiet. That's the only Whitney song I've tackled. Saving All My Love. Whitney has a power like you yes. would believe. Yeah. You know, and a range. Mm-hmm. And, but she sings it so easy. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And can Gladys come with us too, please? Oh, yeah. Okay, come on. Gladys. I'm sorry, Gladys. No, no. Come on, Miss Gladys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's come on, you know. <laughs> but wisdom. But if I have to take, I need to take some people that'll keep everybody's everybody's head where it should be. Because mm-hmm. we're gonna have ball on yeah. this trip. But then you know somebody might act up and somebody mm-hmm. might you know not might not act right. So we right. need have some wisdom. So I'm gonna take my Angelo. I'm gonna I take knew Cicely you were gonna Tyson. S- yes, I knew you were gonna say her. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna take Maya because Maya's gonna sit there and you know, yeah, <laughs> she's gonna talk to us in her Maya low. way. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, um, so I'm gonna take Maya and I'm gonna take Cecily and I'm gonna take Oprah. I'm going to take all of them, you know, so when everybody starts um, acting up, yeah, you know, they'll sit down and tell them a few things. Mm-hmm. Just get know. them right. Then my grandmother, too. Yeah. I'm going to take her. Okay. She's going to give them, them grandmama hugs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. talk to them about God. Yeah. So grandmama coming too. All right. We didn't call her grandma. We call her grandmama. 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 Oh, grandmama's gonna come too. Yeah. So, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give your younger self? Ooh. Ooh. To not, I, 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 my younger self, to believe more in myself and to, to, to not blame yourself for a lot of things because I've been through a lot in my life. I mean, I, I got war stories, <laughs> you know, as they say, I got some war stories. Um, to not blame myself for a lot of things that that has happened in my life, you did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, don't and so to believe more in yourself. I was always a praying child. I I mean I used to pray sundown, you know. So I was always a praying child, and always knew I had God in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, He was always there. 
So it was to believe in myself a lot more and not be fearful. I I I put off a lot of stuff out of fear. You know. Mm-hmm. A lot of things. It was out of fear of the and, and you know some people and you fear some things so then you you just look for your comfort zone, you know. If you have a fear of there's spiders outside your house instead of going out there and facing them spiders, you just stay in the house all the time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I would say to my younger self to um, let go of fears, let go and let God more, and believe in yourself more. Those are the only things I tell her, and say, and then say, and go for it, yeah. and go for it. Mm. You know that kind of stuff. So, but I would hug her, I would hug her so much, and I would let her just. You know, if I can go back, I would just hug that little girl and mm-hmm. just, you know, let her cry for an hour if she had to mm-hmm. and feel better now. Now, baby, go ahead. You know, that kind of thing. And what advice would you give a singer who's trying to break into this international world? Sing. That's all. Sing. Every opportunity you get, Sing, look for opportunities. Sing, 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 sing. That's all it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Jean Khan, I met Jean Khan. I know you don't even know Jean Khan, but you can look her up. You know, bad mama jammer. Some of the people are like, dang man, <laughs> she got to be at least fifty. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, cause they, you know, I'm talking about the seventies and the eighties singers uh-huh. and stuff like that. You know, those who are listening to me, but um, I went to a concert of hers. It was at a little small club, and uh, well, she wasn't, but I used to be a Jean Con fan, and uh, she went backstage to her little thing, and I was always bold, so I went backstage to go talk to her, and I stood outside, and, and you know, she had a little bodyguard out there and said, but could you tell her, please, please, could I talk to her, please? Mm-hmm. And so she finally said, Miss Khan is tired. The show's over. Please. So they let me. Aww. And that was the advice she gave me when I said, what advice do you give to somebody? I, you know, I talked to her about other things, but someone who wants to break you know, into singing. She said, sing. She said, sing, sing, sing. That's all I can tell you. And then keep doing your craft and the doors. Sing and pray. And yes. the doors will open up. The doors will open up. So like I said, get on that website, Friend Dorian. Mm-hmm. You know, become a, a friend with Dorian. Dorian's always giving something, always giving opportunities for singers to sing. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. um, if you're bold enough, there's, there's hotels who love, they do singing brunches. Okay. You know, with just a piano. You have that kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Piano player, mm-hmm. you know, you sing, you're singing while people are eating brunch. Those are nice ones. They have a lot of them in Abu Dhabi. I mean, you just need to go venture out and, and go look at some. I'm ready. You know, I've been to a couple, but I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't know if you have. But that's nothing for us on the weekend. You know, tell my husband, you know, me and Lex is going to hang out to Abu Dhabi this, and go to a singing brunch. Okay. You know? I love brunch, so. Yeah. No. I love <laughs> getting all fat right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's my advice, Lex. Sing, sing, sing. 
you know, yeah. and live and experience and experience things. You know, there's nothing worse than a singer who has no soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that comes from experiencing things. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not talking necessarily about bad, you know, going through some bad stuff. Right. I don't want, I don't wish you to go through bad things to be able to, like, you know, my baby don't left me, yeah. you know, for you to be able to <laughs> sing the blues. I'm not asking right. you to sing the blues, but the more things you experience, the better your singing becomes mm-hmm. because it's a reality thing. And I'm going to say this really quick, but Kevin Hart said that that's what, that's when he started to become famous because he used to have an act in which he just told jokes. Then somebody said, Kevin, talk about your life, Mm -hmm. you know, make the jokes with things you experience and your life. And that's when it totally changed his life. When he he switched his routine and his routine started becoming about him, Mm -hmm. you know. And his life, because even now, you know, he talks about his wife, his ex-wife, his kids, his mother's funeral, his uncles, his father, the drug addict. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> his father. You yeah. You're going to learn today, you uh-huh. know, that kind of stuff. And all. that's when his life And For me, having experienced so much in life, that's why my voice has soul. It's, it, it's, I sing for my soul. Yeah. That's all, really all I can say. Yeah. Sing for my soul. So you got to start learning to sing for yourself, from your soul. You know, experience some things. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily bad things. Experience great things and sing from your soul. Right. You know what I'm saying? Pray. Get a relationship with God. You can sing from your soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's my advice. All right. And I thank you so much for your Oh, you're advice. welcome. I was grooving with yeah. that thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Say you could be writing some of this down for your book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Alexis, you in the chapter? Alexis, chapter fifty-seven. Okay, that's a you big know. old book. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Olivia, uh, I really appreciate this time connecting with you. Okay. Do you have any? Well, I know you do. Let the connectors know where they can see you next. Okay, I'm going to be um, April 27th at the Sands Golf Club here in Elaine. We're giving uh, a dinner first. Dinner starts from 7 to 8. And at 8.15 props, the Blues Show, my show featuring myself with Robert Rice and Terrence Lawrence. And uh, we're going to put a show on. Oh, and and featuring this new singer that I discovered. I discovered her, people. <laughs> and I'm like Diana Ross who's discovered the Jackson 5. Uh-huh. I discovered her, Alexa. Alexis, we're going to be, I'm going to give her an opportunity not only to back up, but to solo. And she's going to act up with me on stage. Yeah. Oh, she's just going to, she's just, I'm going to let her, I'm going to let her cut up, y'all. She's going to cut wait. up. She's going to cut up. So y'all come to the show. And the dinner is by Caribbean Flavors. This Caribbean and soul food. We're talking oxtails, beans and rice. Oh, yes, the food yes, is just yes. mango muffins. Oh. Shall I go on and on? Oh. Green beans. Oh, and I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm hungry right now right. just thinking about it. So oh. you're going to have a beautiful dinner, beautiful atmosphere. My husband's working on the atmospheric music right mm-hmm. now. Then a wonderful show. You're going to walk away. Tickets are 150 Durham. I have about five. I think my husband maybe have two with them. About seven tickets left. So you need to come on and get your ticket. 
All right? Just uh-huh. call me. Facebook me or PM me or call me at 0505411829. All right. And your Facebook, how can they find you on Facebook? Olivia dot Muhammad. Olivia dot Muhammad. I friend everybody, you know. All you got to do is do a friend request. Well, not everybody. Don't serial killers don't think about it. Uh, <laughs> but I try to, uh, basically, everyone who do a friend request, I look at your little profile and, you know, I'll accept. That's it. All right, connectors. Well, you heard where you can find Olivia, and you can find me on Facebook. Just search Amps Connected. You can find me on Instagram, Amps Connected, on Twitter, A-M-P-S-C-N-X-T-D, or my website, www.ampsconnected.com, or email me, Connected at gmail.com. All right, Miss Olivia, this has been amazing. Thank you so you much. A radio voice. I'm looking at you. I think you need to go into radio. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm like, she got a radio voice going on. Maybe you was jumping the gift lines too. Possibly. You know, getting more than one gift. Possibly. Really? You sound good, girl. All right, thank okay. you. Well, thank All you right. again. You're welcome. And connectors, we are out. All right, bye-bye. Talk to you later. See you at the show.